address that this has like not been photography related for a long time um but that's just in relation to my life at the moment I mean obviously I'm going to share little bits of um photography stuff now and then as it comes up but um I think it's pretty evident it's been a a phase of personal development and personal life things um so I'm just going to do what feels good and not like create ridiculous amounts of work for myself um it's actually really nice to think about what I've learned and process it and get it down on paper and then talk about it to, well, my computer screen. Um, but to you guys too, I kind of forget that people actually listen and then in the last few weeks I've got quite a few emails and messages reaching out which has been really, really nice and encouraging and just like heartwarming. So thank you for that. Um, but yeah. All in all of that to say, I'm just sharing what feels good and hopefully um, you're here for it. <laughs> so I'm just going to do a few updates. Um, it is now Monday the 1st of May. May is really quiet for me. Um, and this was kind of intentional because wedding season has been crazy, especially in April. Um, I was pretty tired and then with a, a lot of other things going on, I was just like, needing a bit of a break um the first you know the first quarter of the year had been pretty crazy um it was a successful quarter you know a lot booked and I closed off bookings really far in advance like I think in January I'd already closed off until May and now May's really quiet so um there's a lot of feelings that go along with that it's like the expectation of having to be like booked out all the time and at the same amount of time and you should always be going up and up and up on this same trajectory and that's just not how business works that's not how life works so um trying to keep my perfectionist tendency tendencies down and accept that that's okay and I need this time um I'll get into more of that later but yeah I just I'm feel like I'm finding so much out about myself every week lately and just growing so much every week um that it's honestly just blowing my mind (laughs) it's every single week just feels so huge um I know I got stuck in these these patterns in the past where time was just flying by and if I think about like I don't know a three to six month period I would be like I'm the same person for that time whereas in the last two months I just feel like I'm changing and becoming so much more aware of so many things um, and I'm really putting in the work on myself, which I'm super proud about and that's going to continue and I'm just, yeah, I feel really at peace with um, where my energy is going at the moment. It feels really, really good. Um, fitness wise in the last two weeks, I've been doing the absolute most. Um, I think you all know, I love my gym. I go to the gym a lot. We do like six, I think I do six classes a week. Um, and then I play touch football on Mondays and then I've been playing tennis every now and then, and I've been boxing once a week. Um, and then I've been running again. So once you add all of that up, it's been like two or three (laughs) things a day for the last two weeks and um, surprise surprise I kind of hit a wall which I knew was going to happen 
Um, but that's kind of my coping mechanism in case you haven't figured that out. So that's been fun. I'm kind of back into it this morning. I just did my morning session. I've got Touch 40 this Arvo, forcing myself to relax. I literally had a thought as, as I was driving home from the gym, like maybe I'll go for a quick run in the middle of the day. No, I need to chill out. Um, so just trying to like manage that amongst everything else. Um, I had another wedding on Saturday that was at the island in Surfer's Paradise again. And they'd booked me ages ago and they only booked a six hour package, which I do not offer anymore because it's so quick. Um, but it actually wasn't too bad time wise because they didn't really want much prep. Um, sorry, burp. Um, but there was a bit of a frustrating timeline issue with the venue because, um, they we'd like figured out our, our spots where we wanted to go um I went there early and I'd shot there before so I know it um but I just wanted to go early again to like figure some things out I was like okay we'll do bridal party here we'll do family here we'll do this there um so after the ceremony we did the whole group shot um which is always hard it's some venues a lot harder than others this one it was pretty hard because it was a tight space because it is like in a high-rise building it's not like you can go out to the grass and take a big group photo which makes that hard um so like I had to stand up on the bench and the bar and get everyone in anyway that took a lot of like wrangling people and then we're going to do family photos but they wanted them downstairs because I was going to do them upstairs so we went we go downstairs the spot we wanted is taken so I try to use another spot in like the kind of driveway with some greenery and breeze blocks, which looks quite nice, but there's cars parked in the way. So I don't have a ton of space. There's nowhere to do the bridal party photos because the two spots that we had in mind, the other wedding is literally having their ceremony. Um, And then one of the major spots that they wanted for their portraits, there was like a drag show going on there. Um, (laughs) So there was just a lot happening. And because it was a six hour package, we didn't have that much time to like play around with things or wait for something or whatever. Um, And we just had to, I mean, everyone looks at the photographer in these situations. So you just got to like make decisions, do your best um, and figure it out. So that was like, I wouldn't say stressful, but it was like, an inconvenience and it was frustrating and it definitely affected how I could work the couple was super chill like they so understood that it wasn't my fault or anything um and they'll be super happy with what we got but it's just oh man if you are a wedding photographer you know that you have so much responsibility with when it comes to things like that like just problem solving in the moment so um I'm proud with about how I solved those kind of and um yeah that's my updates so along with the um along with the theme that I said earlier my like personal development era (laughs) I'm just going to talk about a few things that I've learnt um in the past you know few weeks especially in that week where I didn't have socials at all. I really enjoyed that and I wish I could continue that. But obviously socials is such a huge part of my business that I must continue. Um, Maybe someday I'll outsource it more. Um, I hope I can do that. But right now I'm just trying to balance it a lot better and manage it better. 
So here's a bunch of things that I've learnt and some of them I've like, no, but I've relearnt or I've really accepted more because in the past I've been like, yeah, I know that, but I don't like it and I, I wouldn't fully accept it. So the first one is no one has their shit figured out. Um, so it's so easy to think looking at others like, and this comes a lot from socials too. This is one of the reasons why I'm really not enjoying it. Um, from the outset, it can look like everyone has a great balance in their life. They've got great social life. They're doing well in jobs. And this can seem like impossible. Like you can look at this and see someone doing really, really well in all of these fields and be like, how are they doing this? Like something has got to give or a lot has got to give. Um, and like how does the world just seem so clear and easy to them? They seem like they have their routines. They're just going through life. Like everything's going their way. And how do we get to that other side? Um, but I've fully accepted that the world is just full of people just trying to figure it out. No one has their shit figured out. So don't wait for life to be fully organized or figured out um, or for like a fresh slate to start whatever it is that you're like struggling to start. The people on the other side, just don't let the intimidation get to them. Um, they'll know that they'll fail. They'll know that, know that they'll figure it out. Um, and failing is just literally the key to adjusting and doing better next time and then doing that again and just over and over again until you've got that one little aspect figured out. And then it's like moving on to the next thing where you can fail and <laughs> do the whole process again. So just remember, especially on socials, when you're comparing to other people, whether it's in your industry, whether it's just in life in general, what other people are affording and making, like oh, so many things, just it's okay. No one has it figured out. They're just trying to seem like they do and don't compare yourself to those people. Uh, you will never feel ready to do the things that scare you. You'll never feel ready to take the leap. Your brain is designed to protect you and change requires risk. So you're protecting yourself by saying, maybe tomorrow, maybe I'll do that later. Like I know I need to do, I know I need to eat better, but I'll start on Monday. <laughs> if you want to change your life, you really need to make a decision to change your life. Imagine where you want to be a year from now, the quality of your relationships and the fruits of your labor. Now work backwards. What habits and behaviors behaviors would require would you require to make that a reality? So taking a look in the future and being like, okay, what kind of person do I want to be? I want to be honest, trustworthy, respectful. I want to be there for my friends and family. I want to be fit and healthy. And list out those qualities that you really want yourself and you picture your your best self a year from now. The qualities that they have, what do they do on a day-to-day to to be that person? Once you have those qualities, just do them now. You can be that person tomorrow if you want to be. You just need to make the choice and not like put things off for a better day. Failure is the route to success. I've kind of touched on this. I think I feel like all of these things I'll kind of circle back and forth. And a lot of these things are combination of things I have either read in books, listened to in podcasts, read on like quotes on Instagram, talked about with my therapist, talked about with friends, like all of these things. Um, And I've just taken notes (laughs) 
in my literally on my notes app in my phone. So a lot of these things will kind of interrelate as we go down. Um, but yes, failure is the route to success. And I have under this, but did you die? <laughs> and this is one from my therapist. Like we will talk about things that I'm really struggling with, that I'm really upset about, that I'm struggling to let go of and that really deeply hurt me. And each time she'll be like, have you felt like this before? I'm like, yes. Did you get through it? Yes. Are you sitting here right now? Yes. Did you lose a limb? <laughs> Did you die? And every time I'm like, no, I didn't. I got through it. I forgot about it. And that's the thing. You'll get through it. It's okay. Failure is the route to success. If you don't go through these feelings, these emotions and these quote-unquote failures, you're never going to get out to the other side and be that person you want to be. So accepting that, being okay with that, embracing that, that is only going to make you stronger, better, all the things. You don't need to fit in. And I've struggled with this one a bit. Um, And I feel like I have like the toxic thought pattern in my head, like, oh, they don't like you. No one likes you. And that's just so not the case. Like I just overthink everything. And with everything going on lately, like it just becomes so much easier to convince yourself of these things. Um, So A, like don't convince yourself that you're the outcast because you're probably not. You're probably just making that up in your head. And if you do feel like the outcast, maybe you're just around the wrong people. Um, So just trying to figure out that balance of like, okay, if you're giving energy to people who aren't um, reciprocating or feeling the same or giving that back to you, um, maybe it's just the wrong people. And if it's not, maybe you're just putting way too much pressure on that. Happiness in general. There is one person that will be with me for the rest of my life and that is me. So I've been really working lately on keeping myself happy on a day-to-day. I think this was um, Jay Shetty talking about this, um, talking about self-love and self-care. So he said, self-love has been reduced to self-care to get to bed early, to eat healthy, to go for a walk, you know, treat yourself. Um, These are good things, but that is self-care. It's not self-love. It's comfort. Self-love and self-respect and self-confidence are all about discomfort. That's the part we're missing. You fall more in love with yourself when you do uncomfortable things with yourself. I feel like this has been exactly what I've been doing. Like I put so much value on myself on what other people thought of me or what I was achieving, what I was doing and, you know, such external things that really shouldn't have any say on what my self-worth is. But I was doing that. I was putting so much weight on those things. And in the past, you know, six weeks or so, I've been really getting uncomfortable with myself and putting in the work to really love myself as a person and for who I am and for not what I do, whether that's in business, in, um, you know, in photography or how giving to other people just to like feel that 
acceptance back. Um, if you do give to people, that's great. You should feel that, you know, you should be doing that for yourself and not for like getting some sort of external payback in a way. Um, so yeah, I've been really working on that. Um, friendships. I had this big (laughs) realization lately. Um, I used to always think that I'm just bad at keeping in touch and that's okay. Like we don't need to talk every week or every day or every other day or whatever. Um, I used to think that my friendships were strong and the people who really cared about me will be there for me no matter what. And that means I don't have to put the effort in, um, on a regular basis because we can catch up every, you know, three, (laughs) six months and everything will be the same. And while I can catch up with friends every three to six months, you know, those really closer friends um, who don't live around me, I can do that and they will be there. But that's not, that's not necessarily, that's not at all doing anything right by them. I'm just taking the easy out and not being the person to connect. So I'm really, really trying to put effort in now to nourish those relationships, put energy back into those relationships and check in more often because I found that like, yeah, while everything was fine and dandy when we were catching up and chatting, um, you know, weeks and weeks apart, it's such surface level conversation because you're not up to date with everything that's going in on in their lives. And I feel like at least for myself, when I catch up with someone after a long time, I can't, you can't go into the details of everything that's happened in your life and how you're feeling and, you know, how you're growing and everything because there's just too much. There's way too much. So you get to this surface, quick updates like, oh, yep, business is going well, life's going well, was dating him, not anymore. Like you get these really quick updates and you don't actually have a feel of how they're actually doing and they don't have a feel of how you're doing. So I'm really trying to put more energy and time into checking in really regularly with those people who mean a lot to me, catching up with them regularly and just creating stronger bonds because I used to be like, I don't know why I don't have stronger friendships and this is why I just did not put the energy in. So that's something that I'm really, really happy that I've recognized and am going to change. Um, amongst all this, I have also realized that like I've put a lot of fucking work in to get to this version of myself right now, a lot of healing, a lot of self-reflecting. And because of that, I'm not going to just let anyone come and experience me anymore. I'm not like an open door for anyone who wants to come in, hang out, get what they need from me. Like I'm just not going to do that anymore because I just felt I was being taken advantage of a little bit in certain circumstances up until now. So I've decided to hold myself to a higher standard because I owe that to myself after everything that I've done to better myself. That's just a quick little, <laughs> quick little. Um, here's a big one, perfectionism. So there's seasons for everything and you can't be killing it in every field all the time. I struggle with this so, so much. 
so much. As I said, May is really quiet um, and I'm making less money, a lot less money in May. And the temptation is to market myself quickly, put some sales on, book out, and that will help certain goals. Like I really want to save and get a house. Um, But I need this time for myself to develop, to develop back end of the business stuff. Like I need to put this back into me and not necessarily the business right now. And yes, I will lose a little bit of money and income on that. But putting that time into me is a far better investment than getting a little bit of money now and continuing on as I am for, you know, the foreseeable future. I need to use that time to set myself up to grow. This one's a quote from um, Amber Leon. Her Instagram is modern mind with a little underscore at the end. In a world where we're told we are worth more or less based on what we have or what we achieve, it's no small feat to turn within and know differently, to know our worth regardless of circumstance. The secret is you have to inherently believe your worthiness before the evidence is there to justify it. Acknowledging that our worth and value inherently radiates from within means that we can navigate times when we have less than we'd like or when things change along the way. The absence of something doesn't mean it won't ever happen. But more importantly, it doesn't mean anything about the value of who you are or your inherent worthiness. Tethering how good we feel about ourselves and our lives to external measures of success means that our mood is controlled by the unpredictable nature of life. I felt this so, so hard. It is so hard to disconnect from that feeling that your worth is based on everything that you are achieving, at least for me. Um, thing that I talk with my therapist a lot because I place so much value on that, on what I'm achieving and what I'm doing. Um, I'm really working on placing my worth as a person on my values and my qualities and not what I achieve. I think we all know I'm a high achiever. (laughs) I'm a very, I'm a perfectionist. I'm a type A. I'm like very, um, very, very driven. But you have to know when to stop and when, and and to not judge yourself completely based on that because it's just going to lead to a lot of unhappiness no matter what you achieve. Like last, the last two quarters have been incredible for me. Really, really good. If I look back to three years ago, like I'm making, I made what I made in a quarter three years ago the whole year. And that's amazing. That's great. But my mind automatically goes to next quarter needs to be more. The next needs to be more. And if it's not, I feel like I've failed. Whereas if I take those values if I take those expectations and put them into different values it could be exactly the same quarter exactly the same figures exactly the same everything all that would change is I would be so much more satisfied and happy with what's happening because my expectations I've taken the weight of the expectations out of those metrics So I'm really trying to not be a perfectionist anymore and this is leaking into so many things in my life. Um, 
and I'm going to go into the next one, which is you have you can have anything you want, but you can't have everything you want. You have to sacrifice most things in the medium term in order to facilitate progress towards one thing. So plan for the next six months. By doing one thing, other things are going to be sacrificed. So if you're like six months, this is the business growth six months. Your social life's probably going to take a hit. If you want to get into a relationship, you're probably going to sacrifice sleep. Um, your business is probably going to have less attention. The problem we have if we're type A go-getters like me is as soon as you start to feel something slip, they're like, ah, shit, 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 shit. Um, I'm supposed to be this fit. I'm supposed to make this much each month. I'm supposed to be, you know, going to bed at this time every night. So by choosing in advance the things that you're going to suck at, the price you're going to pay for success in whatever domain that is, it allows you to feel ease and acceptance when that particular domain does start to drop away. And I feel this so hard in so many aspects of life. Um, for instance, like the, the biggest example is the gym. <laughs> and anyone who knows me from the gym will know this. Um, I expect myself to be the best at everything. I just expect myself to. Um, I put so much like, why does it matter? It doesn't fucking matter, but I still want to. Like, I want to be the strongest. I want to be, like, the fastest when we're doing, like, you know, higher-paced workouts. I want to be able to do, like, the most chin-ups and pull-ups. I just – I expect myself to be the best at every single field, and that's just not possible. Like, you have to trade things off. Same with business. Like – if I decide I really want to grow the wedding side of the business, the commercial side's going to take a hit. I can't have the expectation that both are going to just dramatically grow when I'm trying to prioritize one thing. So when you let something be your priority and you see other things slipping, try not to get into that state of like, shit, 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 I need to pick up that slack there. I need to pick up the slack here. I need to do more of this. I need to do more of this because then that thing that you've made your priority is going to slip and you're not going to get the results in that thing. Um, so I'm really trying to work on focusing on one thing at a time or it doesn't have to be one thing. It could be like two or three things that complement each other um, or one thing in every field and focus on those things to bolster those up and be okay when something starts to slip because you need to decide that that is something that you're going to allow to slip. That one's a really hard one for me, but I'm trying. Um, okay. It takes a lot of courage to let go of a connection that you hoped would turn into something more. But no amount of connection or attraction or whatever it is, whether it's friendship, relationship, whatever, no amount of connection could make up for the anxiety that is guaranteed if you remain in a situation with someone that is not reciprocal. So when I think of this, I'm like, okay, how do I love myself more? It's often in these decisions to no longer engage in these situations that are not serving you. So I've had a few things lately where um, I know I deserve better and I know I des don't deserve how I'm being treated, but I let people treat me this way. Um, so I'm focusing very hard on 
loving myself more and having enough respect for myself to not let people treat me this way. And that's really hard for me because I'm like, I'm the people pleaser, Enneagram 2, I'm the helper. Like I want, I want everyone to be okay. I want everyone to like me and I want to help everyone. And that's not helping myself. So I'm working on that a lot too. <laughs> and the last one's a little Alex Hermosi quote, success is the only revenge. You just become bigger than them. So that who they are in reference to you shrinks into irrelevance. I'll be so big that they become irrelevant. That's just a quick one that I love. Um, So yes, a lot of like self-reflecting, self-love and yeah, just feeling the wholesomeness of self-development at the moment. Um, I'm just going to give a few recs at the moment. Of things that I've been loving, Um, I know this one's a bit slow on the uptake, but the F1 Drive to Survive series, I watched all the other series like as they came out, um, but I've only just dipped into the fifth and I love this show. I really love it. So if you haven't watched it, you probably should. Um, Podcasts, I've just started listening to The Vile Files um, with Nick Vile. And he, it's like relationship advice stuff, but he does it in a very entertaining way. Um, So it's really easy to listen to. It's entertaining. And a lot of it can be transferred to like other aspects of life as well. So I really like that podcast. Um, Radio Rental is another podcast I've been listening to, like on the drives from weddings and stuff. It's like creepy stories. Um, And it's hosted by a guy who's... um, just really entertaining and engaging and it's like actual people call in with their stories but it's not like actually it's not really a call in it's like they interview them so it's with music and stuff and it's just really creepy and entertaining (laughs) um this one is a girl that I've followed for a long time and I just love what she does she's so wholesome she's so um intentional with what content she puts out and mainly I love watching her YouTube videos as I edit or whatever Um, and that's Natasha Ocean I think it's Ocean is how you say that Uh, it's N-A-T-A-C-H-A and her last name is O-C-E-A-N-E she's amazing I love her so much so so wholesome really um she's I don't know what her I think she's got a doctorate maybe not I don't know but she posts a lot of videos that are like highly highly researched um and really yeah I'm losing my words but they're good (laughs) trust me um I'm currently listening to Jordan Peterson's 12 rules of life um I've been on a Jordan Peterson train I've like searched all of his podcasts that he's like, I mean, he has his own podcast, but he does a lot of um, guest interviews as well on other people's podcasts. And I've been listening to a lot of those. I just really like his opinions and the way he expresses himself. And he's quite like quirky and funny as well. Um, So yeah, that book's been a really good listen. Um, Alex Hormozzi again, he's, I'm sure you guys know who he is, but he's great with just general business and life advice. I have not listened or read to his book yet. 
$1 million offers, but I, it's definitely on my list. Um, the next one is an Instagram page that I quoted before, Amber Leon. She's at modernmind underscore. And I'm obsessed with just the little things she puts out there. I love um, coming across those every day. They're like nice and aesthetic too. And they're just like good, really good reminders. Um, I've been sharing a lot of those as well. So if you've seen my stories, you've probably seen those. And the last one is Jury Duty. This is on um, Amazon Prime if you're in Australia. And it's a TV show from the creators of The Office. Um, And the concept of the show is everyone is an actor except for one guy who thinks he's actually on the jury of a criminal trial. Um, So it's so funny. Um, It's a lot of like improv actors and it's just ridiculous. It's classic office humour. And they all have to manage like the scene so that he doesn't actually realise it's a show. Um, And it's just hilarious. It's so well done. And it's actually really wholesome at the end too. So I would definitely recommend that if you're an Office fan, if you like that kind of humour. Um, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I know these episodes have been scattered all over the place. I've just kind of been recording and uploading as I can, as I feel I have time, um, and the mental capacity for. So thank you so much for being patient. Thank you for sticking with me. I promise I'll get back to like regular programming, interviews, business content as well. Um, but please let me know like if you like these episodes too I'm kind of just using it as my self-reflecting and um, you know getting these lessons secured into my brain Um, so please let me know if you like them and yeah if you have any recommendations or anything that you want me to touch on in the future um, super happy to do that too whether that's like someone to interview or just a general topic um just let me know thank you guys so much for listening i hope you have a wonderful day bye